Train Your Body with the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. If you've been at the gym several days a week for a long period of time, some days you just feel tired and want to skip your daily trip. You know, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but when it turns into weeks of trading in your run for a nap on the couch, I find myself doing this. Sometimes I look at my treadmill and say, I just would like to take a nap instead. Then maybe it happens the next day. And after a few days, I give myself a good kick in the tush and say, get back on the treadmill. But not everybody's able to sort of get themselves back. It's easy not to do it. It's a lot harder to keep motivated. My guest is, my guest today is Dr. Michelle Seeger. She's the director of the Sport, Health and Activity Research and Policy Center, SHARP, at the University of Michigan. Welcome to the show, Dr. Seeger. So tell me a little bit about the secret to lasting motivation to exercise. Everybody wants to know this. They hear the word secret. They hear motivation. They want to know what it is that they can do to stay motivated. What are we not harnessing? That's, that's a great question. So the, the secret is something that is really common sense when you think about it, but no one has been talking about it. Basically, our motivation to exercise is like fuel. It's a driver. And whether or not we have lasting motivation to exercise is, is determined by whether the reason we're trying to motivate us is actually something that feels like a chore or a gift. So if our purpose or primary reason, what I call the why for exercise, is based on something that you think you're supposed to be doing, something that your doctor told you to do or your employer told you to do, but you actually, it doesn't seem to fit into who you are or be a priority in your current daily life, you will not stay motivated to exercise. Wow, that's true. And like brushing your teeth or getting out of bed, it does have to be something that you figure in to your day. You you cannot make time. Nobody can make time, right? You have to, or, you know, nobody has time. You have to make that time, right? That's right. And so here's the situation. If you're, when we think about exercising, we often think about just fitting in the behavior into our lives. But the, but the real situation is, is that behavior, exercise, is aiming to deliver some outcome to us. And if the outcome or the purpose for, for exercise isn't something that's deeply, deeply relevant and compelling to today, not tomorrow, but to what you're juggling and care about today, we will not make time for it. Okay, so that motivation sometimes goes totally out the door, you know, and and I know this, I don't know if you do, because, you know, you even ran with the Olympic torch in 1992, so you're probably way more motivated than I am, but... I'm a walker. I do love my treadmill. When we've got that motivation, sometimes it goes totally out the door when something else comes up. You know, if we've got a work deadline or a party that we want to go to, we say, well, I just don't have time. I'm going to go in the shower and I'll do extra more tomorrow. So if we're looking at this exercise as a gift instead of a chore, how do we prioritize? How do we say, well, we've got that party, but I don't want to get all sweaty before I have to, you know, I don't have time to shower and exercise. The key, so here's another secret and key, is that we have to be flexible with what we do with physical activity. So you're talking about sweating, and and just so you know, I'm an avid walker, too. That's how I get my physical activity, and and I love walking. 
Um, but what happens is that people get really trapped by black and white thinking. Well, I should be doing that 40-minute run, um, but since I don't want to get sweaty before the party, I'm not going to do that. No, instead of, instead of having um, visions of perfection, how about if we get flexible and creative and say, you know what, the run is not going to fit today, but what else could I do? Could I take a walk? Could I... Um, you know, uh, there's all kinds of different ways to be active. Could I park further away, even bring different shoes to the party that I change into? There are so many ways we can creatively bring physical movement into our lives. And, and the reason people lose, lose their motivation in these situations is that they think they have to keep the original goal that they set, but that actually sets us up to often fail because life throws us curveballs all the time. And if we can't uh, shift around and and with our plans and goals, then we're going to get derailed. So if you had to boil it down to your top three things, your top three strategies for staying motivated to exercise, kind of give us a good, succinct, you know, those top three. Sure. The first thing is that you want physical movement to be a gift, a way to fuel your, yourself to help you feel better in your day. So whether it's feeling like you want, you can use it to energize your day, uh, have, be more focused at work, whatever it is, make physical activity yours. Take ownership of it and, and make it work for you. The second really important strategy is that Give yourself permission to move in whatever way feels good to you. So many people get caught up um, with following prescriptions that actually don't fit into their lives or that they don't like moving in the ways that they think they should. So for people to, to stay motivated, they need to stop doing what they think they're supposed to be doing with exercise and pick physical activities that are fun, that feel good, and that are nurturing. And the third strategy is to is to let go of ideas of perfection and give yourself, uh, uh, you're in a, a learning process. So let yourself be in a learning process to figure out how to integrate and negotiate physical activity into your life in ways that you sustain. I love these three suggestions, Dr. Seeger. You know, take ownership, look at it as, as a gift and not a chore. Pick activities that you that are fun, that you can stick with, that you like, that are nurturing, and stop trying to be a perfectionist. Everything doesn't always go exactly as planned. But now there's some emotional things that go on also with, you know, over our logic. We know we're supposed to do these things. We know that how important it is. Tell us a little bit about how emotions might derail some of these three best ideas. Well, the thing to know is that on a daily basis, or I'll take a step back, humans make decisions out of two different systems in their brain. And so what we're learning about decision-making, and think about it, exercising regularly is determined by whether you decide day in and day out to do it. And what we know about decisions is that when people have to make a choice, am I going to exercise or stay at work? Or am I going to exercise or go on the couch? Those choices day in and day out are the, in the moment, the closer that you are to the, out, to the outcome of your choice. So the exercise class is in 10 minutes uh, or versus the exercise class I'm going to sign up for 
after New Year's Eve, how you feel about exercising in the minute, in that 10 minutes later, is going to be more determined by how you feel about that exercise class than the potential value that class might have for your health or, or weight status. So what, and that's one of the reasons why we want to convert exercise from a chore into a gift, because if it feels like a gift, it will have a positive emotional charge with it instead of a negative one. And so when we get to that point of decision, am I going to leave in 10 minutes or am I going to stay on the couch, we will be much more likely to want to leave um, than we would if we felt it was something that we were supposed to or should be doing, which has a negative feeling associated with it. Rock on. That's great advice. Now we just have 20 seconds left. Tell, tell the listeners the name of your book and where they can find it. The name of my book is No Sweat, How the Simple Science of Motivation Can Bring You a Lifetime of Fitness, and they can get it online and in local stores. That's great. Say the name one more time, Dr. Seeger. Sure. No Sweat, How the Simple Science of Motivation Can Bring You a Lifetime of Fitness, and people can actually get a free chapter um, called Escaping the Vicious Cycle of Failure on my website, which is michelleseeger.com. michelleseeger.com. Of course, you are listening to Train Your Body, Motivate and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine right here on Radio MD. This show is Health Radio, having so much fun, learning so much. Share them with your friends. This is Melanie Cole. Stay tuned and stay well.